Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Downtown Dollar Bill Sports Gambling Podcast. I am Dollar Bill. And I'm downtown. And you're like, what is this, four for four? Yeah. Five for five? I don't even know what we're, we we're, I'm on a roll here. Unfortunately, we did miss last week when some stuff come up. But, right, um, stuff out yeah. of our hands. And um, yeah, we're going to, we're going to, do a new one this week. We're doing college football, NFL, and baseball playoffs. Yes. So, should be fun. Um, to start the show off, we're going to review our picks. And this will be two weeks ago mm-hmm. as we're recording this on October 6th. So I believe for the Saturday and Sunday games, like, what, 13 days ago, I guess this would yeah. be? So I apologize if I don't have the best uh, take on each game because, like, it was a few weeks ago. I do remember most of it. Unfortunately, um, I did lose a fair bit of units. Yeah, in this you did. Um, but, okay, so we're going to start this off. Um, so I st- after all the bets went through, mm-hmm. I believe we've wagered 40 units in this week. Yeah, I believe we both wagered 40. So I started with 87 units. So I'm down to 47 units after the 40 wager. I, th- I believe we both wagered the same amount. So we'll just go through each game here. All right. um, okay. So the first game, I believe it was Florida State and Clemson. Clemson. And I do remember this game. Figured I was in a good spot. Something happened at the end there in Florida State. Did they block the kick or did Clemson miss a they field goal? They missed a field goal. He missed the field goal. I had Clemson plus 1.5. Florida State ends up coming down and scoring a touchdown and winning the game by seven. So I did lose this one. Unfortunately, I had the plus 1.5. Dollar bill, Florida State minus one and a half. Three units you won in the first game here. Yeah. Congratulations to you on this one. Second game. We uh we both we had different bets and we both lost somehow. Hmm. Colorado, the Deion Sanders team that everyone's in love with, which I'm kind of getting tired of, to be honest, with all the hype they're getting. So I kind of like the outcome of this game. I had Colorado versus Oregon over seventy point five. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, Oregon figured out how to stop Colorado. They won yeah. the game forty two to six, and however. Bill, you you lose this one as well as you took the points. You had Colorado plus twenty one, but unfortunately, it was a thirty six point loss. Yeah. So uh, so we both lose this one. We both had five units. Um, I kind of thought Oregon would be able to score in Colorado, but I thought Colorado would be able to uh, kind of keep pace a little bit, mm-hmm. similar to how they did in uh, last week when they came back against USC. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they only get to six points, so that's a loss for both of us here. Next game, Ole Miss and Alabama. This is another loss for me. I thought Ole Miss would be able to cover the, the seven points. Um, Alabama ends up winning by 14, um, so I lose five units on this. You had Alabama minus seven, so congratulations. Another win for the dollar bill here. Three units. <laughs> You won, so that's six units so far, buddy. We we got to, I got to go down here and find find where uh, where downtown gets a win. Here <laughs> is the next one, the next game. I go against my favorite team, and it works out for me. Arkansas, that's what I call them. Arkansas <laughs> backs, plus seventeen point five against LSU. I I thought um, that was a little disrespectful for the gambling yeah. guys. So seventeen and a half. An SEC game that seems a little little high. Um, LSU did get the win here, I believe. I think they yes. won by, what was it, three-point win? Three points. Yeah, so that's kind of what I figured would happen. Um, so got to love the Arkansas Razorbacks here. Five units. I had plus 17.5. You had under 55.5. Seem, seemed good for a while there. Yeah, under- 34 to 31 you add those up it's over 55 that's a big loss for the dollar bill five units five unit loss there okay so now we jump into the nfl 
We both had Miami minus six and a half. Did they cover? Hell yeah, they did. <laughs> did 50, they cover? <laughs> 70 to 20. A 70 burger. And I got to give my buddy Jason Wright a shout out. Big Denver Bronco fan. He, he said, keep hating. They're going to get better. I said, okay, let's see what happens. Can mm-hmm. they beat the Jets? We'll find out this Sunday. Minus six and a half. We both win. <laughs> you had seven units on the Dolphins. You yes. must have known something. <laughs> I only took five units on uh, on the Dolphins here. We both get the win. Um, next game, we both took the Vikings minus one. It was kind of a pick most of the week. It was. And, uh, you know, Kirk Cousins had the ball in the red zone, threw an interception. We were going to get that win. And then old, old Kirk decided to uh, just just throw it away for us. Yeah, I had five units on that with the loss. Uh, you only had two, so not a huge loss for you. Yeah, I wasn't confident with that one. The next game was uh, New England and the Jets. I had New England minus two and a half. I only had one unit on that. I hadn't, I'm not sure about the Patriots, to be honest. Yeah. Days. So I wasn't sure what team we were going to get. They do get the, they do get the victory here. I had one unit on it. You had under 36 for four units. The score was 15 to 10. So you do get the victory there. Good, good call on you over under. Thank you. And unfortunately we end end the week with a big loss for me. I had nine units on the Raiders covering the two and a half on Sunday night football. I just, I just thought that um, in prime time, they do okay against the, against the Steelers. Don't Mm -hmm. think too highly of the Steelers. Nine units. um, They lose the game outright. Steelers get the win. That's a big nine unit loss. Um, You had five units on it. You also had the Raiders minus two and a half. So that's a loss with the eight games. I won 16 units giving my total will be 66 as we did start with a hundred. So I'm, I am down. You won 17 units this week. You started uh, after the bets were in, you had 37. So that would take you to, I believe 54. All right. So grand total. Starting this week, I have 66 units and you have 54. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to I'm, I'm gonna have to play my bets here a little bit wisely. This we were talking off air. We are yeah. we are doing 10 games this week. Mm-hmm. Three different sports. Now at college football and NFL, they're both football, but they're they're different. Oh yeah, they are. I do. I do want to say real quick um, because Fro has become very interested in our show. Yes. Yes, and, we talked last week about him possibly joining, but he's in Norway, so we have to figure. Yes, out. we'll we'll figure it out. Now, what I did on the end of that wrestling show, the same week that we did, I yes. only had him pick the games. I didn't have him do bets or anything. Okay. He went seven and one on his picks. Okay. The well, we'll have to change the name to the Fro Gambling Podcast. <laughs> the only one he missed was the <laughs> R Kansas game. <laughs> the R Kansas that's going to stick around in the household like the command command skins, skins absolutely. And and I wasn't going to bring it up, but like you guys lost to the Chicago Bears by twenty I, at home. I know. How, how is the mood in the house today? You know, it's not terrible. I did enjoy the 42 fantasy points from my boy, Justin Fields. <laughs> our, I, I have CJ Stroud and Justin Fields in our fantasy pool. Right, and I right. was like, oh, Washington's got a good defense. Yeah. But if I don't start Fields and he has a game, I'm going to kick myself. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to throw him in there. If he gets eight points, oh, well. Yeah, I'm kind 42. of re- I'm kind of regretting releasing him in one of my leagues. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those guys you, you, like he's either going to get you 35 or he's going to get you 6. Mm-hmm. You don't know kind of like how Lamar Jackson was when he first started. Yeah. 
So it's like pretty risky, but although I yeah, do think guys were okay the big, big win. I, I, I do think Magic Johnson was right in calling them out last night. I, I really do. You know, you buy a franchise or part of the franchise, you know, and this is what you get. And it's like, you guys can do better. You really can. So, well, I, I honestly think in that game, like it's a third short week, the mm-hmm. Bears, the Bears were close to not winning a game in an entire calendar year. I mean, when so when they, they got took them lightly, they took them lightly for sure. Yeah. In my- when they got back in the game, when they were within 10, it was like, okay, maybe there's something here. Yep. If if Joey Sly had made that field goal to make it a seven point game, I would have stayed up. When he missed it, I knew the game was over. Yeah. I just knew it. Well. So but you know what? It is what it is. It is what it is. Thursday, basically. You can't dwell on the past. All right. Well, I want to make sure you're okay. Seems like you're fine. <laughs> oh, I'm fine. So I'm fine. <laughs> I had I had a good sleep. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm just not watching the sports shows today. So yeah. Let's uh let's well let's get into the games that uh, that you picked. All right. Here. So we are going to start, as always, with college football. And this was my week to pick. And I wanted to make this a little bit interesting uh, with college. Because one of the games that we did have, but we decided to take off, was Fresno State and Wyoming. And the only reason I picked that was because we hadn't really had a mid-major team, group of five team yet on yeah. here. So I'm thinking at some point we will have that. It's just not going to be this week. Yeah. Yeah, those those ones are a little bit tougher for me because, like, I'll be honest, I don't spend a lot of time watching those those games. Mm-hmm. So my my analysis of it would probably just be based off point spread. Right. Oh, these guys think they'll win by – I don't even know what the point spread is. Here right. it is. The five and a half for Wyoming, so – I probably would have it, – it's less than a touchdown, so i probably take the home team in that situation. Probably right. take – and the over-under is only 43, so yeah, sounds like a low-scoring touchdown touchdown game. So yeah. That's kind of how I would have went with it. All right. So the first game we're going to do, and this is one that I'm really interested in considering this is my team here. Maryland is at Ohio State. Both teams are undefeated. Maryland 5 and 0, Ohio State 4 and 0. Yeah. Ohio State, and this is what I have on my computer, we may have a little different. Yeah, I got is my it, app open here so we can All right. They are a 19 and a half point favorite for this game. Yeah, that's what I got as well. The over under is 57. Yeah, I got 56.5. Okay, so we'll we'll go six, we'll go 56.5. Okay. Um, like I said, we're, we're we can uh, wager up to fifty units this week if right. we're doing games. Um, when you have a big favorite like this, and they're at home, I haven't been extremely impressed with Ohio State, but I think they're starting to kind of figure out some things. If this was twenty two point five, I would take Maryland because I, I do think it, it's going to be around that twenty point mark. But I do feel confident with 19 and a half that Ohio State will cover this. And I will put five units on this one. So Ohio State minus 19 and a half for, for me. All right. If this game had been played last week, I think Maryland would have beaten. I really do. Because Ohio State, you know, the emotion from the Notre Dame game, which was a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Maryland could have had them right for the picking. That would have been a good time to get them. Exactly. This, like you said, this Ohio State team, not as good as it's been in past years. This Maryland team, a few games so far this year, they've had a little bit of a slow start. But once they get the engine going, they're off to the races and they don't look back. They cannot have 
that type of a start against Ohio State because if they do, they will never catch up. But there's something in me that tells me this game's going to be closer than everybody says it will be. He's going to do it, guys. I'm going to put three units on Maryland plus 19 and a half. All right. I don't think they'll win, but I think they'll, they'll keep it close. Three units. Okay. Um, why don't you lead us off on the second game? All right. Our second I game. Love I love it when we go like officially against each other in games. Yeah. Like sometimes we'll do it. One, one of us will do an over under. One of us will do something mm-hmm. else. Yeah. I have Ohio State. You have Maryland. Maryland. This is a Maryland guy. Mm-hmm. That I'm talking and, to here. And and I really think, real quick, uh, to Aaliyah, if he could just control when he passes, I'm not saying he's going to be an elite quarterback in the NFL, but he's going to be a very good quarterback. Yeah, I, I can kind of see him coming in and being one of those, you know, backups until he's ready. Yeah. Like, not high-end elite, but – Maybe similar to like maybe like a like a how Kenny Pickett is. Yeah. Like depending on the draft. Like, is he coming out this year? Yeah, he's a senior, so he'll be coming out. Okay, so like you got you got the big almost five before him. Like you could probably like in some years he would be a second rounder, but I can kind of see him you can get him in the third round, kind of like Desmond Ritter. Yeah. Maybe even steal in the fourth. Maybe yeah, like like you never know, like Dak Prescott with a fourth round pick. Like you can find these guys. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. All right. So next game is another battle of undefeateds. Oklahoma versus Texas. This is at the Cotton Bowl. Both teams five and zero. Oh. Texas is a five and a half point favorite. The over under is sixty one. Um, I really like what Texas has been doing this year, especially with that win on the road against Alabama. They have caught everybody's attention. This is probably going to be their hardest game until the big 12 conference title game. If they win this game, Um, because I I really do expect Texas to be playing for the big 12 this year. Mm -hmm. Um, This game, usually a high scoring game, usually just a, back and forth battle but I like Texas there's something about this Texas team I really like so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go five units on Texas minus five and a half okay Texas minus five and a half mm-hmm. um I I I'm like worried about this game for Texas like you said they don't have like with their schedule, they don't have too many tough opponents after this. Yeah. And this is like a big rivalry. Oklahoma's kind of been the class for a while mm-hmm. last year. Um, yeah, th- this is definitely going to be an exciting game. What what time? Oh, this is an early morning game. Hey? Yeah, it's an early game. AM on the on the West Coast. Um. So, be honest. I'm I'm not sure about the point point spread here. I'm uh, so I'm gonna. I, I do believe that it will be a high scoring game. I'm gonna take the over here. Okay. I have it as sixty point five. So I'm gonna take three units and I'm gonna put that on the over. All right. And knowing my luck, it'll be six to three at half time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right. We both wagered eight units through the first two games. Yep. Um, I will start the next one, but um, I don't have a list in front of me, so why don't you let me know what it is? All right. Well, this is our final college game. Okay. 20th-ranked Kentucky at number one Georgia. Again, both teams undefeated. Five and I don't know why I picked all undefeated games. Maybe I just Probably to make it hard on us. Yeah, I guess. Both teams 5-0. and Georgia is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. And I have here the over-under at 47 and a half. It could be different. So 
We'll yeah, let me see. I'm not going to do the over-under in this one, but I will double-check that for you. All right. What time is this game? So I know where to go. Uh, 7 p.m. on the east, so that would be 5 p.m. for you. Okay, so this is like near the night. Yeah, some interesting games this week for sure in college. Mm-hmm. It was hard to pick games this week, actually. Yeah, I got 47.5 and 14.5. And All right. Um, to, I'll be honest with you. Georgia hasn't impressed me that much. Like, I know they're undefeated. I know they're number one team. But um, I'd like to see their record against the spread. I have to go back and, and ch- take a look. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting two touchdowns? Kentucky is a decent team. They really are. Um, I, I like getting the 14 and a half. And if it's funny, if it was 13 and a half, I might be going the other way. I'm going to take Kentucky here for plus 14 and a half. I'm going to throw seven units on this. Ooh. I, I think this could be upset special, but I do think they will cover. I, I kind of see this being like a, a seven or six point win right. by Georgia. And there could be an opportunity here for Kentucky to uh to pull off the upset and just throw a wrench into everything. I watched both teams last week. Um Kentucky just embarrassed Florida. They yeah. just embarrassed them. Florida the point- I don't know what's up with Florida. Yeah, I don't know what's up with them this year. Like I I find myself putting money on them when they're the underdog because of all the like their history. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, well, I'm not doing it anymore. Like they just suck, right? <laughs> like, oh, well, the Gators. I'm getting seven points. Oh, this is easy. And then like they lose by like twenty eight. Um, but yeah, Georgia had that struggle last week against Auburn. They were behind like twice during that game. Yeah. Um, this is obviously not the same Georgia team we've seen the last two years. Um. There may be a possibility at some point they get passed as the number one team in the country. Maybe Michigan, maybe Texas, depending. Well, on I think them. if Michigan like gets a big victory versus Minnesota, I think they would. Even if Georgia won the game, I think yeah, they would number one. Um, I still believe in my mind Georgia is the best team in the country, even though they haven't played it. But I still think they are the best team in the country. But I really like what I saw with Kentucky. And I'm actually going to agree with you on this. I'm going to take Kentucky plus 14 and a half. I'm not going to wager as many units as you did on this one. I'm going to wager four units on Kentucky plus four and a half or 14 and a half. Pardon me. And it's funny how you say, I'm actually going to agree with you. Like, like, it's just ludicrous and crazy to agree with downtown. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I have to throw that in there. Four units. Okay, so so far I've wagered uh, 15 units through three games, and you have wagered 12. Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm going to be a I'm little... Dollar safe. bill might be saving maybe a big bet for maybe a certain baseball game. This is maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe. All and we right. will, well, when we get to the baseball, we will be doing point spread. Mm-hmm. So I, I think most of them are probably one and a half or, or half. Or I mean, right. Yeah, look at that. All right. So now we're going to go to the NFL games. And we're going to start with the early game the Jaguars and the Bills. The game is in London. Buffalo is a five and a half point favorite. The over-under on this is 48 and a half. You want to start with this one? I yeah, I'll, I'll start with this one. Um, what's actually going to give Jacksonville a little bit of advantage is they've already played a game in England. <laughs> they played it last week. Yeah, they're just like the non-American team now. Right? Yeah, so they're kind of familiar with the surroundings. Sure. But the Bills have been on fire the last three weeks. And what they did to Miami was very impressive last week. And I think 
Buffalo may have now just started to find the rhythm, the momentum, you know, that they were looking for after that Monday night loss with the Jets. I mean, they they made the other three teams look like they weren't even there. They really did. Yeah. I see Buffalo winning this game. Um, I'm not really sure about the five and a half. So I'm going to wager. Hmm. I'm going to wager three units that this will go over 48 and a half points. Over 48? Over 48. And a half. Okay. And how many units was that? Three units. All right. I don't care if this game is played on Mars. The Bills... I think are the best team in the NFL right now. Mm. Just a little bit above San Francisco. I, I'm still not hundred percent sold on Brock Purdy. I know people are like, he's never lost a regular season game. I'm still not hundred percent sold on him. Josh Allen is playing amazing since that Monday night debacle against the jets. Like mm-hmm. they've just been steamrolling teams. Um, five and a half. I was kind of surprised it wasn't higher. So I'm going to jump on that. And I'm I'm throwing 10 units on this. I think this Ooh. one's easy. Bills, minus five and a half, 10 units. Wow. All right. I, I figure, you know, like we're, we're going to wager 50 units this week. Yeah. The stuff that I'm really 100% in my mind on, I'm going to start wagering a little bit higher. And the games that are a little bit tighter that I'm not sure, I'll just do a little bit lower units here. I think that's what my problem's been so far yeah. in this venture that we're doing. So right. Bills minus five and a half. All right. Next game, the Eagles at the Rams. It is the Eagles, a four-point favorite, the over-under 50 and a half. Okay, so this is my thinking on this game. The Rams have been sneaky good. Cooper Cup is coming back. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what that means for my waiver wire acquisition of Puka Nakua. He's been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Gotta hope that they get both these guys involved. Um, Matthew Stafford, kind of everyone wrote him off. He's He's been playing pretty good football. I, I think the Rams are getting kind of like that respect. In this one, um, the Eagles, they're they're undefeated, but they haven't looked very good in like any of their games. No, they have not. They're going across country here. Uh, give me the Rams plus four and a half. Mm. I'm, I'm going to throw three units on this. I, I think the Rams could win this game outright. But I, I do think if the Eagles win, I don't think it would be like a big a big win here, maybe a three-point win. So if yeah. I'm getting four and a half and they're at home, um, give me the Rams here. All right. So I did pick the Eagles to yeah. win this week, but I do see them struggling. And I don't know about that 50 and a half. I'm not too positive on that one. A little high. Yeah, it is a little high. I'm going to also put three units on the Rams plus four. I don't know if they will win outright, but it will be a very close game. How many units was that? Three. Okay. So just, so I've wagered, I believe, 28 units so far. So that gives me 22 units left. And you've wagered 18. So right. I've wagered 10 more units than you already. All right. So you, you got some major bigger bets coming, maybe? Maybe. All right. And our final NFL game that we're going to do, this on paper could be already the game of the year. Cowboys at 49ers. 
San Francisco is a f- minus four. They're a four point favorite. The over under is 45. And I will take this one to start. Um, news came out this afternoon that the 49ers have agreed to a trade with the Broncos for Randy Gregory. Yep. I'm not really sure if he's going to play Sunday night or not. I, I'm going to kind of say no, but then again, he could. Well, with with him, he, he he's going to be like a situational pass rusher. Mm-hmm. I don't really think you need to know too much about the playbook to do that. So I can definitely see him coming in and maybe maybe putting him on the other side of uh, of Boza and trying to take advantage of an O-line there. Plus, so, he knows Dallas. Yeah, he, he knows Dallas. He basically signed with them and then said, no, never mind. Yeah. Um, and then just didn't really work out with the Broncos. I think the Broncos um, have some younger players that they want to get in. Yeah. And it, I, it is reported that San Francisco is, I think they're taking on the whole salary, which it was a little bit surprising. Wow. Ten million, I believe, this year. I didn't even think San Francisco had that kind of money sitting there. So they're they're kind of doing what the Rams did a few years ago. They're going all in now on the Super Bowl. Yep. Yep. And well, if if you have this great team and you have this quarterback that's making league minimum, mm-hmm. go for it. Exactly. Well, before you have to pay. Yeah. Exactly. Until you have to pay him, then. <laughs> yeah. Like Nick uh-huh. Bosa making quarterback money a couple of years ago. It's not quarterback money anymore, but he's making quarterback money. Dallas. Dallas is an interesting team. Because they beat up the Giants, beat up the Jets, beat up the Patriots. But lost to the Cardinals. Yeah. I can tell you right now, the 49ers are not the Giants. Jets, Cardinals, and Patriots. The 49ers are on a whole other level. And I think Dak Prescott's going to be in for a long evening in San Francisco. I'm going to wager eight units on the 49ers minus four. (laughs) Eight units. Okay. I like it. Um, Going back to your point, you could take the best players from the teams that the Cowboys beat or played this year and assemble a team and they still wouldn't be better than the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas is very overrated. Aren't they usually? I mean, with the exception of Micah Parsons. Parsons has been yes. really good. Oh, no, Micah Parsons is great. But Arizona showed you how to beat. I don't know if you saw that game. But what they did, they ran it right at Parsons. Mika Parsons is a great pass rusher, probably top top two pass rusher in the NFL. Mm-hmm. I don't know how good he is against the run. You, so I think they're going to have a lot of screen passes. A lot of a lot of Christian McCaffrey ran right at Parsons, and I I don't think this game's going to be close. I got 49ers minus four as well, and I got seven units on it. Right. So now yeah. we're now we're getting large here. I do think the Dallas of offense will struggle versus the 49ers. Mm-hmm. And you're you're gonna have um Dak have having to win this game in the second half, and that's definitely what you don't want as a Cowboys fan. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you one thing. That game I will be watching Sunday night. Oh yeah, this like like last Sunday night we we ended up getting a good game, but we didn't expect it to be a good game. Yeah, and Jets. This one, when I saw the schedule come out, I always looked at the primetime games, and I was I was like, hey, this one's going to be good. 49ers Cowboys. So if 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 I get my way, I might be able to go back and forth between that game and the baseball game Sunday night because we do have two games on Sunday, but we're not doing those games. We're doing the games on Saturday. Right. So I think, I think we're going to do all four games. Yeah. We're going to do all four games, all four baseball games. Yeah. Um, so this is the divisional series round 
of the MLB playoffs. So everybody's going to be playing Saturday. And let's get to it. We will start with the Texas Rangers at the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Baltimore is favored minus 145 with the over-under being eight runs. Now, you may have to explain to some of us, and that includes me, what minus 145 means. Well, it basically means um, like minus 145 would be like they're they're a favorite minus like like what I do like I'll do money line like let me try to explain money line a little bit yeah go right ahead okay so let me open this up a little bit because this is also kind of an educational program as well believe it or yeah. not <laughs> okay let me just open this sorry I just lost it there we go okay so like instead of explaining it um, the way you did, I'll, I'll just go by money line. Um, basically the Orioles are a one seventy. Mm-hmm. So for every dollar you bet, you'd win a dollar 70. That's it's the simplest way to explain it. Now minus one forty five, I believe that's based on if you bet a hundred dollars, you'd win $145. Okay. So the odds that I'm seeing are a little bit better if, if we use the money line at thing here. All right. But but the way since since we're doing units and the, and the only way to really calculate it properly is if we do the run spread odds, which which is a, a total even odds um, thing. Mm-hmm. So what we will do for for these to make it even each each um what i'm seeing here is all the home teams are basically a minus one mm-hmm. so if they win by two you would win if they win by one it's a push. a push and that that's really the only way to to actually have it as an even for for the way we uh run this show yeah units because like technically this Orioles odds is minus one and a half, but you, you make two forty five off a dollar. Right. So if I bet one unit, I should really get almost two and a half units for winning that. And we're not going to do that with the calculations. Right. So what we're going to do is, is we're going to knock it down to minus one, which makes it more of an even bet. Okay. So think about that when you're making your wagers this week on these games you you will make more money if you do the minus one and a half but it's obviously harder to do that yeah so yeah we're going to do the minus one so each home team is favored by one run in in our our in our situation here so we got the orioles sitting here waiting for the rangers i i believe every wild card was two nothing eh yeah, every wild card was two games to zero. I'm wondering if they will revisit the whole setup here. Make the wild card a best of five instead of three? Or or uh, like either a best of five or maybe like I know they like the extra playoff teams, but. Maybe just do one game. Like I know they had that one game before. Like a, a best of five would be better because then you would get. You would get um, teams each getting a home game. Mm-hmm. Um, and like in the situation that like I'm a Blue Jays fan, that the Blue Jays had two two more wins than Minnesota. They had to go to Minnesota because Minnesota won their division. So like like Toronto is kind of at a disadvantage because they're in a harder division, and then they go to a team that had two less wins than them, and and they get. They have to go on the road for all three games if there were three games. Mm-hmm. Just, I, I would almost like it better if if they kind of like reseeded, take take all the wins and then reseed it, right? And then okay, so Minnesota gets in because they won their division, but maybe they don't get to start at home. Right, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. 
nothing is perfect. So let's start this off. Um, I'm going to take, I, I like the Orioles. I have them going to the world series. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the Orioles minus one. And let me just see what I'm going to do here for units. All right. Um, so I wagered 35 already. I'm going to, let's throw three units on that one. All right. All right. So I was doing a little research while DK was talking. Baltimore of the four home teams to start this series has the third best home record, 49 and 32 at home, which is really good. Houston, which we'll get to next, they are 39 and 42 at home. So keep that in mind when we get to that game. Yeah. Yeah. They were a pretty good road team, I believe. Yeah. What I like about this Orioles team is they just refuse to quit. They really do. They will not take no for an answer. This is the type of team that the city of Baltimore and Orioles fans have waited a long time for. And I'm even including when Buck Walter was there. and They had some really good years there. But this team, this group, is a homegrown ball club. And they probably are going to be together for the next few years. So you're going to see the Orioles more than likely in the playoffs for the next few seasons. Oh, yeah. With Texas, I do believe sooner or later, the injuries are going to catch up to them. Them missing Scherzer is going to hurt them a lot. It really will. But to go into Camden Yards in that kind of an environment, I can't see Texas winning, at at least the first game. I just can't see it happening. I'm going to take the Orioles minus one. And this is actually going to be, I think, my biggest bet of the week. Maybe my biggest bet so far since we've done this. I'm going to wager 10 units on the Orioles winning game one at home. Okay. Hey, I, I had a, a small idea while you were talking there. Okay. And I'm just going to run it by you and see what you think. Um, Rather than doing game one in this venture. You just want to do the whole series? I, w- I was thinking because I think, like, is it a best of five or best of It seven? is a best of five. Okay. So – I think the series, all series, will be over by the time we do our show next week. Yeah. So why don't, rather than worrying about point spreads and all that stuff, why don't we do these four bets as a series bet? Okay. I will stay with my Orioles three units. Then I will change the number of units. I'm going to go to eight units for the Orioles. Okay, so you, you had more confidence in Baltimore winning by two runs in game one than they do winning the series. Yeah. That's, that's interesting for me. Because I think it's going to go four games. Okay. Cool. All right. So next one is the Twins and the Astros. Okay, so you had me a little worried of after this home home field under 500 for Houston. Now, now I do think looking at it that the home teams should advance in all four of these series. The Twins look pretty good against Toronto. Now, now I know the Blue Jays um um offense just they just couldn't keep going and their manager was making really dumb mistakes in my mm-hmm. opinion. Pulling the starting pitcher after 47 pitches. Right. Um, so not sure if if maybe the twins were just matched up a little bit better. I, I do like the Astros to win win this series here. And I'm gonna wager uh, seven units on that. 
this Astros club is not the same club as they have been in previous years. I think they're starting to become a little older. Um, They're not as sharp in general as they have been. And the fact that they had to win the division on the next to the last day of the season, because they almost missed the playoffs. Let's remind them. Let's remind everybody. The Astros almost missed the playoffs this year. And you look at the Twins, and I said this to JC when we did our baseball playoff show the other day. The Twins are a sneaky club. And what I mean by that is no one's really paying attention to them. We talked about all year in the American League, the AL East, and then with the West, Houston and Texas, and then Seattle got into the mix. Mm -hmm. The Central was just ignored. It was ignored. It was. And the Twins were the ones that managed to end up being on top, winning the division. And the way they handled Toronto was impressive. Now you got to go to Houston to do this. Or you got you got to go to Houston for at least two. Then you got to go back to Minnesota. And like you said, Houston is not that good of a road team. I said this week on the JC and Bill Sportscast that the American League Championship Series would be the Orioles and the Twins. I am not going away from that pick. I'm taking the Twins to win this series, and I'm going to go five units on the Twins. Oh. Now, do you think um, them having to use their two top pitchers in the first two games against the Blue Jays will affect the series at all? Or will they be able to just run them back out there in I games? I think the first game, it will affect them. Like, they should be running their third starter in game one, right? And then they can yeah, kind of... Yeah, I, I have Ober as the probable pitcher here. Okay. And then, let me see who they That's have. That's the only thing why I, I, I give the advantage to the home teams, because they were all sitting, waiting. Yeah. Could set up their their staffs and yeah. So they have Lopez as the probable pitcher for Game Two for the Twins. Okay. And like Sonny Gray and Lopez, they did very well against Toronto, but the Blue Jays had tough time all year on offense, which mm-hmm. didn't make a lot of sense based on their lineup. So right, we'll see see how good. Uh, yeah, that series is probably the closest for me. Even though I did, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I think Houston just destined here. So we'll see. We'll see. Like, like the twins, they, they look pretty good against Toronto. So yeah, that's a big swing here. We got five units for you and seven for me. So yeah, that's a big one. All right. Um, You know what? Before we get to the next one, I was thinking about it. I, I'm going to go back to the 10 units for the O's. All right. Good on you. Oh. Do you need to know how much units you have left? Yes. The next for the next two. Okay, let's yes. do some math here. All right. And while we do this math, um, this is our normal time. Well, any time is a normal time, but this is the part of the episode where we tell you all: if you have a gambling problem, please reach out to someone that will help you with your gambling problem. There are people and organizations that are willing to help you. Please don't be afraid to reach out if you have a gambling problem. We are doing this just for fun. Exactly. So you've wagered 41 units. So far you have nine units remaining on the next two. And I have wagered 45, so I have five units remaining. Right. So uh, let's go to the next series. Um, this, this is probably the most anticipated series of the four, I think. Yeah. Phillies and Braves. 
this is like so so my second team in baseball is the Braves. I always liked their uh their uniforms and and I always liked the the chant that the fans would do. Um and in in Canada I had there was a TV station here that we used to get TBS Superstation. Yep, same here. And before the Blue Jays were on all the time in Western Canada, we had this Atlanta-based station. Used to play WCW TV, and it would also play Atlanta Braves games. So I used to watch a lot of Atlanta Braves games, so it kind of became my National League team. Mm -hmm. I'm a little worried about this because I am, like, with, with the Blue Jays being eliminated, I am all in on Atlanta Braves now to win the World Series. I do have them winning the World Series over the Orioles. But this is a little scary, but I am fit the like the Phillies are really good. They were in the series last year. I um I, I do have the Braves winning. I'm gonna throw three units on it, but I am not very confident right now. But hopefully, hopefully the Braves can pull it off here. But I'm yeah. I'm going Braves three units. I really think whoever wins this series is probably going to represent the national league in the world series. Um, I'm, I'm not discounting Arizona or Los Angeles. I just think Philadelphia and Atlanta are just that good. That yeah. they, you know, it's that almost it's, bad that they have to face each other early. Yeah. Because, and this is one of the arguments that I, I heard somebody, or actually it was JC the other day who made this argument. And I think he's absolutely right on this. Well, that's weird. JC is not right about anything. Well, you know. <laughs> with joke, we love with the divisional series, this is where the reseeding should be. This should be Arizona and Atlanta and then Philadelphia, Los Angeles. Baseball has to fix this. If it's for next year, it'll be for next year. If it'll be in two years, it'll be in two years. But that's the one thing they got to fix. Because if you look at the other three major sports, the NFL, the NBA, and the NHL, they do reseedings. Like if the five seed wins and then the seven seed wins, then the seven seed plays the number one and then the five plays say like the number three. Yeah. That is something Rob Manfred and the, and the competition committee do have to consider. They really do. Yeah. Like what's the reason for not? Is it just like, like they want to have, like get those rivalries. Like kind of like in the NHL, like the NHL, they don't reseed. Like, like you play your division. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, if you're a wild card team, you'll go over to that division, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't matter. Like, you don't have to play that other top division until you get to the the conference, the conference finals. finals. Yeah. So that's similar. Like, I guess baseball's like that. Maybe it's like, like just for region purposes, mm-hmm. probably. Something. Yeah. And it was well, really I- weird about the wild card round. Mm. There was no West Coast home there, team. There was not. Like, I'm, I'm sure the people um, figuring out what time the games were were just, like, losing their minds. Like, normally you would just have that L.A. or, or Seattle time slot. Yeah. Or that, that time. And, like, I think the latest game here was, like, 6 o'clock, which was crazy. Yeah. And they had all these early games. So, so maybe that's the reason. So, to this game, I think the key for me is Ronald Acuna. He's going to be the difference maker in this series. He has been the big time player for the Braves all year. He's going to win the National League MVP. If he does not, it is highway robbery. So, Like who would be second in your opinion? If you don't know, then that's, that's why it should be him. I would say... See, if Betts hadn't gotten injured towards yeah. the end, I would say him. Yeah. 
I would say either Freddie Freeman or uh, Matt Olson, honestly. Yeah. Would be second place. So, yeah, Matt Olson was was going close with him. And yeah. Kind of so I'm going to take the Braves to win this series, and, and I'm going to put the same number of units as you did. I'm going to wager three units on the Braves. Okay. So that means you have six left for the last series. All right. And that last series is the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. Okay, so I know I've kind of let let off here. Not no baseball pun intended there. But um I was the cleanup hitter today. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's four home teams here, and I think three of them are gonna advance. But I'm picking four of them. I, there's one of these teams is going to be sneaky, and, and Arizona kind of might be that team. But mm-hmm. it's hard for me to, to go against the LA Dodgers. Like they, they don't lose this series. They they lose either in the World Series or in, in the Championship Series. Yeah. So I, I just find it very hard to believe that Arizona could go in and and beat them here. But this could be the upset special. I'm not going to take it. I'm going to take the Dodgers, and I'm going to wager my remaining two units here for this week. And so I wagered 50 units. I have 16 left if I lose every game. So <laughs> I need I need this one. You better get a lot right. Um, you're, you're in worse spot than me, big guy. I know. I know. <laughs> you might be asking Mama for a, for a loan. Yeah. Okay, so here's here's the thing. The Dodgers kind of remind me of another team, not in baseball, but another team that wears blue and white that's consistently in the playoffs every year. And that team is Gonzaga. Gonzaga is in the NCAA tournament every single year, or at least it feels like it. And even if they don't win their conference, they are normally in the tournament. The Dodgers have kind of become the Gonzaga of Major League Baseball, where even if they don't win their division, they will be in the playoffs. The only difference between the Dodgers and Gonzaga is the Dodgers have won a championship in the last three years. Gonzaga has not, but they've been close. Yeah. Um, My concern is going to be the Dodgers pitching. Clayton Kershaw, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer, how much energy, how much time does he have left as being this great pitcher? Does he have one more run in him? The way the Diamondbacks came back in both games to beat Milwaukee, it wasn't just one game, it was both games was very impressive. I am not going to wager all six because I'd like to save some units. I'm going to go three units on the Dodgers winning it. Three units. Okay, so you wager 47. Yep, and I am not using the remaining three on another game. Okay. So if you lose every game, you will be down to seven units, my friend. Oh, man. With many, many shows left. So hopefully you don't have to go into the negative. Good luck, everyone, with your bets this week. Yes. Like like uh, Dollar Bill said, if you do have a problem with gambling, reach out. There's always someone that can help. This hypothetical units that we're wagering. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, it is. I I feel confident this week with uh, with my wagers. So, I think I think we're in store for a pretty good week. And and I do I do like how we're gonna do the series rather than just game one because game one's kind of game ones are hard. Yeah, they doing, are doing a whole series, a best five should be uh, should be fun. And and I believe even if they do go the five games that all the series should be finished up by uh, by next Friday when we 
do the I'm next back on again. Yeah. So. All right. These picks are locked in. Locked it is up. saved. No going back now. Yep, exactly. No turning back. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll talk to you all next week.